What up, party people? How's it going? You know what it is when you hear that sound. You know what the hour is. You rocking with the speech guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, coming from the land of sugar-free. So you know it's nothing sweet, but everything's nice. Got a brand new episode of the Comedy Plug with you, which means... I got a brand new homie with me. That's right. I'm going to allow the man to introduce himself in a moment. But for now, you know I got to do what we do. And what makes this thing glue, we're going to play a little bit of jazz. A little bit of comedy. <laughs> and you know I got to bring you some bangers. First up, coming from the Boyle Heights legend herself, Vel the Wonder with Fitness Hunter. Hunter. Oh, and you know you heard it from, oh, baby. <laughs> Comedy plug. Sure. I bless hoes off a of gold touch. Rapid movement like a gold rush. Don't say to me if you don't know much. Y'all still trying to grasp my old clutch. Bitches see me get hit to toe touch. Yeah. These raps is drowsy like z Quill. Man, it's hard for me to keep still. Shardy get bored and take a beats pill. They make a hobby trying to beat real. If I don't body, I don't eat well. Yeah. My accolades through the roof Yeah, I like to say Sack financial aid through the booth Man, these women like to pay for my truth But I give it to Vivian for free I live it so vividly Like picture me in Italy Eating Sicilian dishes See Camille get bitches Karma, karma, Camille get switches Never switch up crews But my style did Put my number dial there Miles did Them more than what a wild did Yeah I'm breaking bank off exclusives versus top elusive bitches making a gang of excuses versus knocking two cents versus my noggin profit and offer two cents causing problems your verse is not an option nuisance yeah I got it from here buds would he even share if he brought us a ham here cause if I gotta hear this toy story man this boy is boring and it sound like he having a light year does yeah I'm that digital dope finesse hunter rep the west on the pistol grip pump connect wonder Come on now, who else better do it than I? We gonna keep it rocking. This is Corday Little Wayne with Sinister. Yeah. All right, my flow sinister. This ain't rap music, this straight literature. Small-minded nigga, all your ideas miniature. They tend to hate on you when they can't get rid of you. I ain't going nowhere, 20-year career minimum. Call hit boy for beats, ask for 10 of them. I don't follow trends, my nigga, I swing the pendulum. If the bitch bag addiction, I'm gonna give her some. Let's reflect times, I try to collect minds from complex rhymes. And by the way, shut out Tech 9, uh. Go and shut the fuck up, just let me talk, nigga I'm a time bomb that's waiting to go off, nigga Quite nuclear, amazing what fame could do to ya Too peculiar, although I'm truly a renaissance starter My mind divine, this should take me a lot farther Growing up, should I really have beef with my father? But why bother explaining my feelings? Try harder, but either way, they gon' paint you the villain Eight months with no phone, dog. we aiming for brilliance High level maintaining the building, nigga, we making a killing Alright, my flow sinister This ain't rap music, this straight literature Small-minded nigga, all your ideas miniature They tend to hate on you when they can't get rid of you A wise man told me that silence never betrayed him Keep your mouth shut, cause niggas got ultimatums Stupid situations, the tongue often creates them The motor mouth nigga is usually causing mayhem and you already know, if you want to hear the rest of the songs, you got to click the playlist link in the bio of the episode. But we got to keep it pushing. Next up is Beans with Reason. Scarlet Road off that table's turn album. Telling you, you need to cop that now. Oh, oh, and you know who you rocking with. Speech God, baby. Yay, yay. 
I'm dodging demons lately. It's way too many incidents. Yeah. Paid to lose innocence. Y'all not really from around here. It's way too many immigrants. I, I did my shit for culture. culture. I did y'all shit for dollars. dollars. I'm from them deadly waters. waters. They hustle like massages. Niggas made a living with grips. Ignorant shit. Trauma we been living here with. Pretend to forget dead homies before grown. Feel like normal for a nigga. Yeah. And all this blood came from wanting Jordans from the nigga. Yeah. Bad vibes, look, they been swarming on the nigga This road to riches travel, feel like voyage for a nigga These prices I done paid, it feel like mortgage on a nigga When it came by happiness, and look, I learned that from my dealers I been all alone Blood hit the pavement, make a scarlet roll, scarlet roll. Shit so dangerous, but I call it home call it home. Been trying to clear terrain for my daughter road Yay, yay, look, I been all alone, all alone. Blood hit the pavement, make a scarlet roll Yeah, trying to clear terrain for my daughter road. Yeah, shit so dangerous, but I call it home. Call it home. Cause I be out here feeling all alone. Only if they need me when they call my phone. You know if I get in it, then it's all a go. And if looks kill, I murder. That's a scarlet road. Hey, what could you tell me that I don't know? Smooth motherfucker, I got my mojo. Back when I was, um, shit. Okay, I got it. Okay, okay, I got it. Let me get back okay, in. I got it. Let's get it. What could you tell me that I don't know? Smooth motherfucker, I got my mojo. Back when I was too worried about shit making me loco. I put faith in a choco. I spit heat, but I'm so cold. Thinking I was grown as a youngin' sipping on Soko. I'm a star, I ain't loco. Cause I don't ever snooze. I'm on TV like the news. This what got me to these views. Look around at what it do. Turn me on like, ooh. Putting fizz up on the tube. Paying off, this shit is cool. So tell my demons that I shine brighter. I'm like a sequin. I wonder if you love me or not. So I'm playing defense. If it ain't happened to me, then I seen it. And nine out of ten, it be the money that get between it. That's why I be on my toes like I'm headed home. And if I felt the vibe was off, then I left it low. They say I'm greater than I know, and that is set in stone. So I ain't asking for a hand. I go and get my own. Cause I be out here feeling all alone. Hit the pavement, make a scarlet road, scarlet road. Trying to clear terrain for my daughter road. Yeah, this shit so dangerous, but I call it home. Yeah, yeah. The mistakes I keep shit pushing 'cause they on my own. Yeah, blood hit the pavement, make a scarlet road. Yeah, this shit still dangerous, but I call it home. Trying to clear terrain for my daughter road. Yeah. Now we had to bring it the heat when we open up whenever because you know what you listening to this beats the comedy plug be sure to check us out on ig at fm.comedyplug ooh, ooh, ooh. but this wouldn't exactly be the full comedy plug if i didn't have a homie and this cat this is a cat i met early last year coming straight out of quarantine it was at a new club just opening up it was like a gang of comics and whatnot and this was the first time i seen this cat and i was like whoa this brother funny hit him up we did the socials and then check it out this dude's been traveling doing all types of things i was like how did i not know this brother but without further ado i allow him to introduce himself go ahead and tell the people what your name is what up people it's jeremy scipio wow Oh, <laughs> I don't have a thing. No, it's cool. Hey, that's that's just me, baby. But you doing you is all we need to do. You know what I mean? But Jeremy, man, Jeremy, man, where are you from? Uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. 
I actually know nothing about Cincinnati, Ohio outside <laughs> the Bengals. What's Cincinnati, Ohio like? What's that about? Uh, shoot, man. I mean, uh, you know, I grew up in a like a uh, this area called Lincoln Heights. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a it's technically a suburb, but it's like a hood. You know what I mean? It's actually one of the first black like settlements in America. Period. That's just me finding out later oh. like, of history and stuff like that. Like like black people created that place. It's, oh, not a, it's not a place that white people left and then black people congregated after. Like yeah, was, you they, know. Wow. Yeah. How come that's not like a Netflix documentary? I mean, I'm working on it. I gotta get. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> I get the joke out first, and then Netflix gotta buy one of the specials, and then I take that money, and then get this docu series on. There's levels like, to <laughs> this. There's levels. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I went to a performing arts school. Lincoln Heights itself, uh, it, it got you know, it got uh like hood areas. It got you know mm-hmm. nice areas. You know, it's the city's a lot nicer than it was when I grew up, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So. A performing arts school. I've mm-hmm. only been to public school, so I only know like oh, a California public school. But yeah. so what? This was a public school too. Oh, so yeah, yeah. so <laughs> all right. So if it's a public school, what makes it more of a performing arts school than just a regular school? <laughs> school? Uh, I mean, they, they they focus hard on uh, academics, uh, which is your like um, science and uh, math and all that stuff. But then also on top of that, they had a uh, majors kind of like college where you. Uh, Study. I, I personally I study visual art and um, jazz studies, whatever like piano, jazz piano stuff. Okay. But they had dancing and you know uh, acting, drama. Um, so you could like spe- so you could like specialize. Yeah. In an art. Yeah. While taking your core classes. Yeah, that's actually what they call they call it specials and stuff as opposed to um, electives. You know how, yeah, electives. The electives that we still had that that was like. Um, Electives is like um, like languages and stuff like that. Oh, okay, right? okay. Uh, but um, yeah, instead of like you know, yeah, sports, whatever, like a regular high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? We had uh, art classes, or whatever. But I say the annoying thing was um, when I got older. Most of the kids, like in high school, they were like seniors. They was getting out of school like um, at three o'clock. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, we was getting out at like six. <laughs> we go to school at seven and get out at six. Wow! All right, first of all, that's that's wow. Y'all doing thirteen hour shifts at school? Yeah, <laughs> I, I take, some of some of that I take back, but you know, what I mean, that's that's part of what made me so. No, no, I'm not I'm not knocking it. It just sounds incredible because you know out here it was like three o'clock, but going to extra three, I could see how that could like better boost you know. Like there, there had to have been some benefits, no? Man, I mean, yeah, but you know, having a full time job and you ain't getting yeah. full time money as you a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like you go to school and technically it's like work, you know what I mean? But no, nah, it, it was it was cool though. I mean, like I said, it helped make me me. So. You know. And what was the instrument you majored in? Uh, jazz piano. So what was the hardest note you had to learn, or what was the hardest? I don't know. I'm not a piano. What's the hardest track song? <laughs> All of Chord it. Really. You had to put? I'm, I wasn't that. That wasn't the thing that I took off. And you know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I could name like, but I'd say I got a lot of my roots from there. You know what I'm saying, as far as mm-hmm. like, like I, I could still play. Like, but honestly, I haven't, I haven't grown past the age I was <laughs> at 14. You know what I'm saying, like, no, I, I, I stuck there, whatever. So. I feel that I still got my <laughs> JV basketball skills. I, <laughs> right. <laughs> I still hope the same way. You know, you no, know, a V cut coach. I got you. <laughs> So did your did your school have sports? Was that something you was interested in? Uh, not not me directly, just because I, I was doing too much. But um, yeah. but we had we had sports. We had uh, a basketball team, and uh, we was pushing for, for, for pushing hard for a football team. We also had soccer too. 
Oh, okay. you know I'm saying. I mean, for the most part, you know, in a lot of ways, it was it was regular high school experience. It just had this extra thing added on to it. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I said, it's just part of you know, it's it's, it's one of those things where I wonder who I would have been if I hadn't gone to that school. Okay. You know what I mean, all right. In what ways? I well, mean, I, I don't know, because I never did stand-up there, but I never, you know, I don't know if I'd be doing uh, comedy now. No. So yeah. I, I have no idea. I don't even know who that other person is, you know what I mean? I sure. uh, Was there a teacher there, at least, that inspired you to some degree to be like, go out there and get it? Or was it, it was just like their typical high school experience? Like, I can't wait to get out of here. Well, definitely I couldn't wait. To get, <laughs> I, I'm not built for school. Like for any type of formal education, the rules are involved. I, it's not really meant for me. I say that. But no, nah, I mean, I had hella teachers, man. I had, I had some dope teachers uh, from uh, Mr. Yonka to uh, Mr. DePrisco. Mr. Yonka's my science teacher. Uh, he used to do this thing where he'll take a brick and like during like, uh, like um, not parent teacher, but they had like... Uh, all the parents come to school just to see what type of environment their kids getting raised in, whatever. And then he'd take a brick, throw it across the room, and uh, everybody freak out. Yeah. But the brick be light as air. So like floating air and stuff. Like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just, you know, I, just perspectives. That's type of per- And he was also uh, one of the teachers that he was. He sat my mom down and told her how hard it is for a young black man in America. That's a white man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds like a true ally. He was like, he he he, he needs education. He needs he he said he can get shot out here. <laughs> he, he gonna die if he don't get smart. You know Haven't you seen Dangerous Minds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then my uh, my Latin teacher, Mister DePrisco, man, he was big on cars and stuff. Man, I can name tons of you. I had, I had some dope teachers, honestly. Oh, like I was I was pretty fortunate that way. Well, so what was the culture of Cincinnati like? Growing um, up there, you, so for me, uh, my family is mostly from New York. Like my okay. mom was born in Brooklyn, all that stuff. But oh, she tough. <laughs> but um, he said, "Yeah, don't be." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of Southern influence as well. You know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. I don't know from the. I don't know, because I'm having flashes of like the lean with it, rock with it era, you know what I'm saying? So that that but, was a fire era. But it was a it was a culture clash, like personally, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like, you know, because it's, it's like, like mid east. Well, oh. it's technically it's called the Midwest, oh, Midwest but it's on yeah. the eastern side of okay. the country. Like everything to me was more eastern influence, you know what yeah. I mean? For me personally. But it's it is across the river from Kentucky. And I don't know. It's just everybody, and then black people in general. We all from the south, as essentially part. anyway. So yeah. it was a, it was definitely a culture clash. I always have a hard time answering that question because, I mean, my, my one boy was like, you know, he from Compton. He just was like, man, what do you, what y'all you know? Me, we used to wear chucks. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, but they ain't made like 20 movies based upon your your city's culture either. You know what I'm saying? So that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they made, I mean, I mean, sorry, they they did they did make 20 movies yeah. on you know South Central culture and Compton. You know what I mean? There's no movie or nothing, at least not yet, on Cincinnati culture. But yo, I had my eyes on Jersey. Netflix. You hear him Netflix? <laughs> not yet. He got two of them on the way. <laughs> But I have my Iris in Jersey. I have mm-hmm. my my Tims and my uh, Forces. You know what I'm saying? So you know, yeah. It was. I mean, I, I appreciated it growing up. But I can't really put a thumb on like what the exact culture was. Okay. Okay. Did you have like any role models growing up? Yeah. Uh, shoot. Yeah, Nas is my uh, number one uh, hey. role model. Yeah, man. Nas. That's like. Uh, Anybody who know me know, like, you know, that's, that's somebody. I don't even, even want to bore everybody because it's like, <laughs> I go in, bro. But, uh, yeah, um, I'll say Nas, Martin, 
Um, what else? Yeah, that Martin era was wild. No one speaks on it, but that man, he was as bad as Seinfeld yeah. during the Seinfeld era, I believe. Yeah, yeah. No, I, man, I mean, to me, his influence was stronger for real because he had so much culture. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Martin was like a, a movement. You know what I'm saying? As far as yeah. like, you know, of course, Eddie was, um, you know, as far as 80s, and he was definitely influential from yeah. the 90s. But Martin was the, the stereotypical 90s man. Yeah. And people were like, you know what I mean? He was killing where, everything. Yeah, people, so people, people imitating him, like, like what's up? Yeah. You know, like, hey, oh, this, you're this, 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 man, yeah. singer. You know what I mean? Like that whole... Oh, the whole crying like Gina. Even Kanye even mentions him in that. Like, you got yeah. filming Martin with no Gina. Like, yeah. 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 And then I say even now, like, because, uh, you know, Martin is like... um. You know, he didn't get as many accolades and stuff. I think he, I think he got nominated for an Image Award or something like that. Like, what, you know, life? back in the day. Yeah, no, I'm talking about um, uh, I'm talking about the the Martin Show oh. TV show. He got nominated for an Image Award, but it didn't get as many like, you With know, praise Emmys. back then. But yeah. the fact that it's like one of the longest. I um, I was privy to uh, talking to the like the program director for uh, BET. Right. Wow. Do you know this is a couple of years ago? So maybe it's inaccurate, but they said uh. The ratings for the Martin Show is more than any original programming on BET today. Well, then, whatever. So this couple years ago, so that shows you the influence of, of Martin. You know, yeah, as it was whatever. But yeah, that's definitely man. That's that 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 dude. Yeah. And what was it about Nas? Nas. Um, I I don't know. I like Nas because he he was he was chill. He didn't really have like a, a, a strong gimmick. You know what I mean? Like a lot of rappers were super gimmicky. You know, no offense to anybody, but from from Nelly to you know Luda and you know I mean I, of course I, I like I like I like all those guys. I like you know I like uh, Jay Z. I like DMX. Whatever. But you know even like DMX was kind of gimmicky. You know what I mean? And you know what? How? The, that, what he's a full g- he's, no nah, that that man was out that dog like, you know what I'm saying well he wore dog chains like the like actual uh, okay, choke collar okay, okay. you know what I'm saying and he's like where my dogs you know what I mean that's his, that's his thing there's no no not mocking him but I'm saying Nas was just like the cool like I feel you you know what I'm saying and uh, I I tell you my cousin put me on to him but it was funny he was asking me like, what type of hip hop you like and I remember saying something like oh I like Jay Z and like um and DMX and this is like during like. Uh, like the Can I Get a was out, you know what I mean? Oh, like, oh yeah. And, um, and I remember he was like, "No, nah, you should listen to this." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I think it was uh, uh, it was written. I listened to that front to back. Classic. Illmatic. And then uh, yeah, man. After that, I mean, just the the it was to me life lessons um and stuff. Nah, say and uh, it's very educational too. That part. You know, but it also, it, it keep you current in the sense of, I mean, he wasn't like, you know, he was talking about stuff that, you know, kids shouldn't hear too. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I ain't gonna go into all detail on that, but I'm like just Like that saying, Rewind song on Stillmatic? Rewind. Re- man, look, I tell you. How how great of a composition of a song is that? Yeah. Right? Well, well, that's the thing. His concepts in general, um, he had uh, gave you power. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which, um, that song was, you know. Uh, was him talking about the perspective of a gun like you know just giving the perspective of being the bullet and entering people stuff like that and um, it was just being passed back and forth and I don't know if people know but uh, Tupac's me and my girlfriend was Tupac heard Nas say that uh, do that song and he was jealous so he made his version was me and my girlfriend was about him and his gun whatever but um, yeah from that to um, I'll tell you what song I listen to like religiously like right now yeah. like, is um, What Goes Around uh, on Stillmatic uh, Poison 
Oh, all okay. of my worst enemies and this poison. poison. Yeah. Like, what goes around, comes around. My yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Because yeah, even how he said, he said, uh, it's poison. Ecstasy Coke, they say it's love, it is poison. School's where I learned it should be burned. It is poison. Persistent prescription is medicine, which is poison. Doctor injecting the infants with the poison. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. How could you, how could Nas not be, don't get me started. Like I said, I'll go on for bro. I feel that, bro. I feel that, man. I'm not going to lie. All right, man. So, did you from high school? Did you go to college? Uh, very, very briefly. <laughs> where where at did you go, and what made you decide to stop? Uh, I went to uh, University of Cincinnati. Oh. I went because everybody was telling me to, and uh, it was a natural transition. Uh, I <clears throat> though I took uh, jazz studies and um and visual art. Mm-hmm. Visual art kind of edged out, so I followed that to the uh, design art architecture. Uh, planning program at University of Cincinnati and uh, yeah I was taking it was, it was actually dope because uh, you know just as far as like art studies and stuff like that like just um, you know learning about because um, I, I already kind of learned about that stuff in high school so just going to like a big classroom like you saw on TV like yeah. you basically going to a movie theater and you don't have a personal interaction with the, the um, teacher sometimes you know it was of course different so it was like 50 people like like in higher learning bro like that's man. that's my yeah like it was come on man that, that whole stereotype like <laughs> professor Professor, you know, yeah. and I wasn't cut out for that, man. It just was like, um, I was, um, I had to, I have adult responsibilities at that point. Like, I was like paying bill, big boy bills and I had a job and stuff like yeah. that. So it, it just was like, I feel like the college experience is best when um, your whole family is behind you and they send you away to a school that part and uh, you know it's kind of like an experience it's like a school and camp together you know what I'm saying yeah. but that's not what the experience I was getting I was getting like hey did you have a lot of pressure on you in high school and you barely passed well here's <laughs> that times 10 <laughs> oh and how try to have a social life yeah you know what I'm saying? and then the, the I was trying I was like living this adult life but I wasn't 21 yet yeah you 18 yeah. man so that is like, my yeah. constant problem with how we uh, do college here in America we're sending 17 year olds because mo- the 17 and 18 year olds yeah. out to live these adult lives and most of them don't even know how to wash their own clothes or make their own food yet it's yeah. like we should and I think another marker that you said that was key was college really depends on family support yeah well, just, just that 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 environment, Acting. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's not a it's not a knock on people because you know it's possible. I'm not. It is. I'm not it saying is. you can't do it solo, but I'm just saying like you know to have that like oh this extra book I can't afford. Let me just go get that. And even if you have full ride scholarships and all that stuff, you know it's, it's just more to it. And then uh, you got like uh, credit the credit industry and all that stuff like targeting you because they know they legally can get you to sign or do some stuff. And you don't, you know what I mean? Like straight up, bro, I, man. It's it, I can it, do a whole thing on that too. Damn right, criminal. But they criminal. they know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like you a you, you turn 18, you a new customer. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That was like they lined up there, and like they literally got uh from how I remember table to table to table yes. to table to yes. table. Yeah. Of oh here's a thousand, here's yeah. the hundred. You can get this one if you sign up for this one, and then we give you this one three months later. Like, they got me. I started a bank account <laughs> from one of those things. It was like yo, you can start a bank account for a quarter. I'm like what? You know what I'm saying some some credit uh, opened a new line of credit or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but. I ended up getting my next job from uh, school, from, the, from one of those job fairs at the college was uh, uh, Jackson with Tax Services or whatever. So, oh. yeah, I did taxes for a little bit. 
and um, I sucked at that. But, <laughs> but did you uh, retain any valuable knowledge? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I learned. Uh, I don't. I, I got like a little war against like H and R Block and like as you uh, should Jazzy with all those places because they they kind of rip offs. But you know, I always call them like the McDonald's of the tax industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, if you want it, it's there for you. But truth be told, like, you can always always say, just go get a CPA, man. That's somebody who actually went to school, got a, a degree in doing taxes or something and like that. And what CPA so, stand for? I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> Go out there and Google. If you're listening right now, go Google. <laughs> and then hit me in the comments. I, I want to know, too. No. They, they're, not, they're not expensive. I mean, they're expensive, but compared to, you know what I mean? Like, you get somebody who's uh, personalized. It's a person who actually handles your stuff versus somebody who's just putting you in the assembly line. Because I know, because yeah. I was one of the people that, that somebody handed me their tax stuff and they basing everything off a of commercial. Like, it's, like, it's my money and I want it now. You come yeah. on down and you get the highest refund. They're not doing stuff. the full long form, huh? They, they What they do is, they do that, but what they're doing is, um, there's a certain program that, they run it through and uh to do that they're taking so they get you a decent refund mm -hmm. but what they're charging you to do your taxes is 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 criminal you know what i'm saying it's not even close because it doesn't take all that and when they're selling you an earlier thing like say they say you can get it like some people they say they do your taxes like december you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but they base off your last check stub of the year mm -hmm. which is possible but what they're selling you is a loan those places are loan companies. What happens is them giving your money early is they're giving you this loan and they do all the numbers in there and your money is released around May. Because what happens is that's why you have to have your taxes done by, by April 15th. Yeah. So the government have time to disperse your money. Your money, it's a tax refund, a tax yeah. refund. Yeah. It's your money refunded to you. So they're just trying to get, that company just try to get as much of that as they can. But they're going to get the full sum and only loan you out uh, like a portion. Yeah. Well, but, or, or, or they getting back what they're loaning out. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're, some every situation is a different case. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But I just say, if you're looking for personalized tax services, you should CPA. go to a CPA. All right. Because you know it's about that time too. So, yeah. hey, you, jot that. And write it down. Absolutely. You know what I mean, and, you know, CPAs, you know, you talk about anywhere from 100 to 150 to 200 dollars, you know, versus oh, that's not bad at all. Versus these companies, you know what I mean? At I take the lowest, like four or five hundred. Back in my day, they was doing like at the lowest HR block and it was doing like two two hundred fifty dollars. But I think it's up to like three hundred, even four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I did them last year. <laughs> and the better the program you get, the more you talk about four hundred dollars, you know what I mean? That's just gone. You know what I mean? For so, no reason. For no reason. Mm. It's actually in, <laughs> I don't even want to say this, but technically, you're supposed to get your taxes done for free, technically. I, I keep hearing that. So what's the loophole? I mean, what, oh, I mean because you could just do them, huh? Because you because you want a personalized tax service, so that's what you're paying for. In case I mess up, it goes on now. Yeah. Well, there, there's everybody has a different scenario, but yeah, essentially. Dang, man. Hey, dude, you really came through and dropped gems. I like stuff like that. I really always try to encourage gems. Nah, because you're on the comedy plug, baby. You got to come here more than just entertainment. You got to get a little <laughs> jewel for the bling bling so when your gold grill shine, it go ding. <laughs> but we're going to keep it going with the comedy portion. This is, uh, we're going to be playing snippets from your album. Uh, Sociopath. That's right, that you recently dropped. Oh. Oh, this is it. Oh, shoot. This is it. This is Jerry Scipio with Sociopath, the intro. To 
tackle things now because, you know, this this year, I mean, I feel like it needs some type of summary, some type of explanation, you know what I'm saying? Hustler, baby. I'm uncomfortable when comfortable. This feeling's a noose. All them lies that you kicking, we just find it amusing. I have my back against the wall, and now I'm back to the music. My nigga Vinny made his deed. In Berkeley, we coolin' with 27 grams, cause it's one in this newbie. Yo, this jacket from the homie, but these jeans can't sue me. In this reality, my nigga, I don't call it a movie. I did something about my situation. I was feeling down and out, it had a nigga pace. You know it's Larry Sun, Rialto City, nine raised me. Right by DD's discount, this where I feel safe. Marvin Jones Jr. jersey, my cologne earthy. It's the era of the nookie lanes getting Murphys. I probably had to learn my lesson, even if it hurt me. We ain't sure on how we do it, we just know it's working. I guess it's perfect, nigga. Hey, okay, let's talk about it. I know the world ain't on my side and I don't cry about it. They kill my brothers and my sisters and they lie about it. I hope you dialed in, my nigga, this shit died violent. They tell me, relax and chill. since March. <laughs> Who knew the cure for the common cold was fear? <laughs> this whole time, man, like, you know, sneezing, do you still sneeze? Like, sneeze is such a 2019 thing to do. You don't sneeze in 2020, you know what I mean? You know what you're supposed to do? You actually, the polite thing to do is to hold your sneeze. But have you ever held a sneeze? Damn near kill yourself. <laughs> you have a heart attack. I just. <clears throat> you alright, dog? Like, yeah, you know, like you're having a stroke. <laughs> eyes be all bloodshot. <laughs> Tears running down your eyes. Like, yeah, I'm just doing, just doing my part to prevent COVID from spreading. <laughs> I don't even recognize anybody anymore, man. Everybody got mask on. I can't even see your face. I feel like, just like uh, next time you get your IDs, they should require you to have a mask that has just lower side of your face. <laughs> I get tired of confusing people. Like, oh man, I haven't seen you in a long... Oh, whoop, my bad, dog. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> 
I, you know, I'm sick of hearing, sick of hearing people go, hey man, can't wait till it's all over, man. We're gonna hang out. <laughs> hey man, when it's all over, party at my place. Look, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, this is never gonna be over. This is never gonna be over. We're gonna be walking around looking like Mortal Kombat characters for the rest of our lives. <laughs> if you're lucky, you'd be like this, you'd be like, <clears throat> oh shit, I think I got it. <laughs> hey, uh, do me a favor, when you go to CVS, uh, can you give me a pack of Reese's? Oh yeah, and a uh, Tylenol COVID, thank you. <laughs> and that's the best it's gonna get. <laughs> shit don't go away, cold ain't gone away. Flu ain't gone away. Uh, I mean, herpes is still here, you know what I'm saying? We just, <laughs> they never cure herpes. We just learn to live with it. You know, if you notice that? <laughs> they don't even warn you about herpes. They be like, oh yeah, we did a blood test. Uh, like, oh, what's going on? Like, yeah, uh, you don't have COVID. Like, yeah, but you got AIDS. Like, oh, as <laughs> long as it's not COVID, I'm good. <laughs> and y'all believe anything the CDC tells you, you know that? CDC just make up shit. Like, what the fuck is six feet? Like, who came up with that? Six feet? That's such an arbitrary, like, length to judge people to stay away from each other for, you know what I'm saying? Like, was that, is that the length of a sneeze? <laughs> Who's measuring sneezes? Like, achoo! <laughs> yeah, dog, that's a six-footer right there. <laughs> you know, I had to be a white person, because, you know, I got a seven-foot sneeze. I got a seven and a half foot sneeze. I got a Magnum Trojan seven and a half foot sneeze. You can't tell me shit. <laughs> they don't even call it coronavirus no more. I like it. this shit just changed his name like a rapper. <laughs> it's all corporate now. Like, oh, if you have COVID-19. <laughs> I like, look, Pete Diddy. No matter what you call yourself, you're still the nigga that killed Tupac to me. <laughs> COVID-19, I feel like this shit's been forever. Forever. It's been like three years. COVID had at least to have a birthday at this point. COVID-19, COVID got at least 21. COVID don't even need ID. Like, it can smoke, drink, and fuck R. Kelly legally. It's a hundred Oh, and you know what it is, the comedy plug. Let's get back to the music. I got noises. Godfather Rita with money on my mind. If a nigga pressing line, we gon' chalk him out. Pay your dues, but when you win it, know the cost amount. We spent a lot to be the bosses now. Niggas think they know my story, they don't know the half of it. Couldn't buy a lighter, so we always had the matches lit. Never brought my own sack. Now I got a couple whips, and I ain't trying to gas it up. I'm saying, I've been up a bit Hope you on the same wave Wish you all the same wealth If you need something It ain't nothing to ask me for help Know my character When you see me, believe me It's the truth I live my life the way I spit it in the booth Spectacular Villains trying to drain me of my juices Like they Dracula We something like the pot over the stove You couldn't handle us I'm AI in the finals, boy I'm suited for those cameras Played a whole 48 And didn't lose no stamina It's money over breaks It's honey over cake can't never fumble the plate We over making mistakes We on that making the way And next time that they see us in the spot They gotta pay us I was getting to the bag I ain't 
sad Ain't no reason if you inside of your bag Well, let's get you to some money I was getting to the bag I ain't never looking like I'm doing bad I was getting to the money And we see you looking sad Ain't no reason if you inside of your bag Well, let's get you to some money Ain't no hesitation Had to get it how I lived And that's the separation Come on now, you know I gotta bring sounds coming from the pie. Pomona IE, baby, this Cam Gnarly, the knot. Pomona stand up, ooh, ooh, ooh. And you know where you heard it from, the comedy club. Take it as it comes, go day by day. When niggas slow, you move them out the way. Gotta move at your own pace, cause it's a marathon, it's not a race. From the city, I seen Bernadines. When niggas turn from kings to turn to fiends, and niggas go to church to get redeemed. Got homies turn to ghosts and memories. Not respecting city boundaries. Press the issue one too many times. Spirit got to learn to read the signs and be like that on my side of the night college kids the crook is what you find and be like that on my side of the night be like that on my side of the night be like that on my side of the Into some all the pain a nigga endure. Wonder if they'll ever find a cure. These days I ain't been living pure. No wonder why I'm so torn. Tell me what I'm really here for. Representing well, no eagles well. More down to earth than wishing wells. The only wish is that we all prevail. Light and dark is all intertwined. Be like that on my side of the night. Be like that on my side of the night. Be like that on my side of the night. Light and dark is all intertwined. Be like that on my side of the night. Be like that on my side of the night. Be like that on my side of the night. that you're hearing all the comedy you're hearing all the jazz you're hearing you can find in the link of this podcast episode's bio so you can hear it all in fuel all in full i'm getting loosey with the tongue but it's cool because i'm still chilling with you uh, i'm gonna find those bars baby you know <laughs> i'm gonna find those bars but let's get back to it i got the homie jeremy Scipio chilling with me in, in the green room what hey. I <laughs> <laughs> so my G, so you went to Cincinnati, and, you know, you went to University of Cincinnati, had the uh, full-time work college experience, mm-hmm. and then you're like, ah, this ain't for me. Yep. So when was it that you made the transition to both comedy and Cali? Uh, when I, um, I said it was about 2000, 2010, 2000, yeah, 
2009, 10-ish, whatever, I, you know, I started working multiple jobs and I had a little bit of money on me. And when you got a little bit of money, then be like, all right, well, what do I really want to do? That part. So then I started um, going to Newport, Kentucky, uh, Funny Bone. Started going there and um, I actually took a comedy class. A lot of people don't know that. That was the only way I can get in the club. Otherwise, they wouldn't like really mess with me like that. They would. <laughs> so it was like the flappers of Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. The funny, the funny bone chain. You know, they. they that was for me. <laughs> but um, yeah. Then um, from there, the people that I did the class with, they kind of all they they tried to stay tight, or whatever. They you know had to form a group or whatever. I did a, a couple of shows. Then I was doing shows um in my near my neighborhood, or whatever. Like, you know what I mean, like. Like real hardcore black rooms, you know what I mean? They they was tough, man. But they like like they, throwing stuff at you, booing. Nah, not nah, that crazy. Nah, that bro, New York was like that. Um, <laughs> like, well, not even just New York, like Brooklyn or whatever. Like, yeah, I haven't done it, and I haven't done a comedy in Atlanta, but I heard they was like that too. But um, nah, like they they uh, I don't know. They just help. They help form my opinion of like what comedy is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then uh, I came visit it here, uh, 2000, yeah, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, 2000, like, yeah, I remember I, I visited here April 2010, and I just fell in love, man. I went to yeah. Laugh Factory. I, I was watching this movie, uh, Three Can Play That Game, and uh, I was, like, falling asleep on it because I was getting ready to go uh, catch my plane. So I literally I caught the plane, landed, met up with the homie, then we walked up Sunset, and I get to the Laugh Factory, and Tony Rock's standing out there. Mm. He's in the movie, so it's kind of weird. It's, like, the last thing I saw... <laughs> Then I saw him, and he act like he knew me. He was like, "Hey man, like yo, come on in." I was like, "Yo, word." Like, yeah. So he introduced me to uh, Jamie Masada, run the Laugh Factory. Okay. And then uh, I remember I sat down, and Tiffany Haddish was on stage, and nice. that was just me visiting. So uh, from there, uh, I went. Actually, uh, more little less known fact. Actually, um, my homie went to his name is T Nava from the Free Nationals who play with Anderson Pack. Hey. So we went from there to um to their house where um like uh, Anderson Pack and the Free Nationals, whatever, like early, early, early on, he used to go by Breezy Lovejoy. Lovejoy. Yeah. Yeah, they was all like playing, whatever, you know what I mean? And I got met met all them pretty early on. Um so it's just kind of funny, like some a lot of people I met like my initial um visit experience they, yeah. they all blew up and are doing very well yeah uh but yeah that was it once i i, I would say april 2010 once i came and saw i needed to see i knew i couldn't find that in uh cincinnati or nowhere near mm-hmm. i just went ahead and moved in august august 2010 august 2010 yep. and then you just hit the ground run, running with it yeah man i mean you know i've, I've been a open mic king once or twice you know what i mean i lost the championship <laughs> i i'm far from it now but Bro, I was I was out here, man. I would go anywhere. I just had a book bag, bro. I sold my car, everything. Just gave up that whole life. You know what I'm saying? Sacrificed a couple of girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he <laughs> had a couple. <laughs> I traded out my roster. No. <laughs> nah, man. I just I just you know I don't know. I was just following my gut, man. It just felt right. No, that's that. Honestly, a lot about a lot of what you said. It does take that to make it. And I guess anything is you gotta sometimes dismiss that old life you were living and mm-hmm. be like alright I'm gonna go all in and whatever comes with it I'm gonna go with it with it so mm-hmm. kudos to you and kudos to anyone that makes that journey and if there's anyone out there listening and you're like uh, I wanna make it in LA well that's the first step you're gonna have to leave everything behind come yeah. through and carve it out I'll I t- I tell you this this whole um, there's a mentality behind it cause people have this thing where they go like uh, are you going home they're like you going back home you go home for the holidays. Yeah, I'm, like, I, I'm home. 
Yeah. I'm, where I pay rent is my home. I don't. That part. I don't know. I don't relate in that same way. I, maybe I just, you know, I, I I just never really had a comfortable place like that in Cincinnati. But yeah, I don't. I'm I'm home. I'm yeah. Home. Right. <laughs> he, he L.A. West. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. And I understand Tupac where he just he just bounced because you know he was from Baltimore. Yeah. Right? But he's like, uh, uh-uh. he he got he got tasted out air. He was like, yeah, no, fuck <laughs> life, no. <laughs> and, and I travel a lot too, so I've kind of been able to like. Like, you know, I got, I feel like I got a base in Chicago now. I got a base in um, New York. You know, like, just what I mean by base is that people who, like, really hold yeah. me down there no matter what. You know what I mean? So. You can always go back to. Yeah, I just feel comfortable there. No, but you, you did bring up something I, I did want to mention. So you got to, you do travel a lot. You traveled internationally as well. Yeah. Hey, that's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. That's no easy feat. Uh-huh. But uh, you did Edinburgh Fest? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so they they say they call it Edinburgh over there. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I know. Edinburgh. I know. I don't know. I call it Edinburgh. It don't matter. But <laughs> like, F that whole place. No, it's funny. <laughs> no, so, uh, it, it was. Um, hold on, real quick. Oh, uh, no, no, you're good. Real quick uh, for the people listening who might not even know what we're talking about. Uh-huh. What is that festival? Where is it located? And, you know, just give it a little background, real quick. Right. No, uh, that's what, you're good at your job. Um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's uh, in Scotland. Uh, Edinburgh, um, it's a it's a festival. I think it's the if it's not the first biggest, it's the second biggest. I think only next to Just for Laughs. Yeah, and whatever this uh, Netflix thing they're about to do in L.A. I can't wait. That's gonna be even probably bigger. I'm not sure, but hey, Carmen Lee, can I get tickets? I know, Side right? note. <laughs> but uh, shoot, can I get on? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get on one of these stages for real. They they turning the whole city into a stage. Oh, it's so beautiful. That's crazy. It's so beautiful. But but Edinburgh is uh they turn the 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 city into a big comedy festival. But it's mm-hmm. not just stand up. It's uh from one man shows to, you know, like just plays. Um so you know, stage like performances overall. Yeah, and um it, it's cool cuz you know, you if you uh, uh, you know, that was my first time being um I think it was my first time being out the country was going there. Yeah, nice. I think so. So, um, yeah, just, you know, having the, you know, the exchange rate of your money and seeing how that mm-hmm. goes. Uh, a lot of people worry if they their material is going to translate over. I didn't have much of a trouble transitioning as far as my material goes. Because for them, I realized, like, um, America, American stuff is like TV for them. You know what yeah. I mean? So they're up on our culture. We're not up on their culture. Like, but yeah. they they up on us. Um, so they they know everything. I say the big news back then was um was uh, uh Idris Elba um playing James Bond oh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, like as soon as I get on stage, they like they be like, Oh, Idris Elba and I'm like, I ain't James Bond, something like that, and I get laughed. You know, and then on top of that, just black people, we more performance based in general, so I don't even have to do a punch. I can be like, oh, stop. He's playing basketball. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, but, <laughs> but it's cool. It's like you, you, you know, you, you kind of like, like they take any place and turn it into a stage, any place. Like, okay. There's, there's so many stages there and you can not only do, you do shows, you do show, do a show and you go watch shows. So what was the most unique show that you saw or participated in while out there? Man, it's this guy. I cannot think of his name. Wow, that's a good one. Is this dude? He was doing. I went there with um, Ari Shafir, uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton, and Jeffrey Baldinger. We, uh, I can't think of this dude's name. This dude, he had a crazy show. I mean, his dad was like watching like the most talented homeless person. Man, <laughs> it was like this dude was wow. I can't, I can't think of his name, but I just remember he did this one thing where he did a uh, Kermit the Frog. 
Like what? If, I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm messing this all up. But it was just really. I just remember okay leaving that feeling blown away. I was like, wow, like did he because you know what we consider performance is still like some little like it's still like some train tracks that you gotta follow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you see somebody like totally inhibited, <laughs> like you know, just like they're just free. Like oh, he don't care. Like he don't. Yeah, I think. Oh, that's that's what he did. So he did. Yeah, first he. Start off with like this Kermit the Frog puppet, right? Yeah. And then in the middle of the performance, he's singing and it's beautiful, right? He pulls it <laughs> off and he's just doing his hand. And he's still singing. Yo. <laughs> and he was just like, he just wanted to just know, like, yo, this is still just a hand. Like, I'm, yeah. y'all are tripping over me. Y'all, like, this girl's about to cry. He's like, you about to cry. I'm just doing my hand like this. I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you're crazy for laughing for crying at this, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I, I wish I remembered. That was yeah. that's some heavily con- conceptual pieces over yeah. there. Uh, also, was it Keith Johnson's out there? Dulce Sloan. Uh, hey, man, it, it was man, we was we was out there, bro. It was fun, man. Uh, uh, from what I've heard, I, I have not had the opportunity or pleasure going over it before. Mm-hmm. I'm hurt. Uh, some comics tend to get burnt out. Of, yeah, of the festival. Did you experience any of that? So okay, that was it. Was weird timing because um, you you supposed to sign up for the festival like like the November, from November to like January of the year previous. Before. I went in like 2018. Okay, so I was so geared. I was geared up to go, but um, my father got sick around that time, uh, around the time of the festival. Mm-hmm. So it's and, and what's that? Dang, I think I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what? I think I booked Caroline's. It was some craziness. Anyway, <laughs> my dad got sick, and I booked Caroline's. So instead of going for the full month, I ended up going for two weeks instead. Okay, okay. So I didn't I didn't get it as bad as the people who are going for the full okay. 30 days yeah. of the festival. It's a festival that goes on for 30 days. That is insane. Um, but the homies did, I think, the year after or whoever went the year, and they, they did, they get burnt out for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I, it's for me, like, I live this, man. I mean, it's it's just dope, man. You know, you you know, I just say that it's, the food is, the food, I mean, well, not food, everything's more expensive there. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think uh, one of our dollars is like a, one of their dollars is like a dollar seventy of ours. Oh, God. Yeah, so, and stuff is just more expensive in general. Yeah, because so you, you, they know. It's a festival. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna run through your money, but it's it's fun though. It's fun. And you don't need much. Everything's walking distance. You know what I'm saying? I like something you just said right now. You snuck it in there. It was cold. You was like, I live for this man. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a pro statement. That 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 was <laughs> and the tone that it was said, let's go, bro. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. But so we're playing snippets from your most recent dropped album, Sociopath, right? Yeah. Uh, and was that something? It's not just an album, right? It's mm-hmm. also a visual yeah, uh, yeah, unit, special, yeah, yeah. a visual special as mm-hmm. well. So when putting this together, was this something that was uh, totally orchestrated by you, or did you have like a team behind you that helped you move between? Like, I like that you asked that. Honestly, I don't. I don't feel like I give the team enough love, sure. and I want to give them more love. Um, real talk, because you know. I feel like a lot of uh, things I do out here is based on friendships. You know what I'm saying? Just relationships, relationships in general. And the people who they formed up. Bro, we did that in two days. The we whole special? The whole thing. We knocked it out as far as pre-production and production. Wow. And, you know, I'll say post is what took forever. But just, you know, just trusting people 
uh, to do their job, you know, like with limited information. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but uh, yeah. Um, what was the original question? Oh, um, <laughs> was this something that was solely orchestrated by you or did you have a team behind you that helped you move? Yeah. So if you had a team, I had a team. so yeah. uh, in what areas did you have your team and what places did they help you succeed in um, accomplishing? Right. So I say visually, I knew... I, visually, I knew a while ago, you know, because you, you formulate the material, you know, mm -hmm. as you go as a comic or whatever. Um, but I just, um, while... You know the pandemic was was going on you know that march whatever you know i was actually in boston mm -hmm. when stuff jumped off and i was trying to make my way back to la oh yeah uh because i was just you know hitting it hitting it hard like that so from there i did take a break i took a break from march till may i think may okay you know and everybody else was like that was early yeah. early pan yeah. yeah so i think I, I did a show and um i did the no June, June, cause I did the um, the the march, the the oh, Black Lives Matter yeah. march. Which you, were you in the one? Which one? The, the one, one the one. come up, the come up march. Come on, what you mean? What when you they broke down everything in Melrose and just started taking shoes. Okay, so <laughs> the one. So I was home by then. I was home by then. That's but what you were there. I was there earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, that, man, I don't even want to get into it because cause it was so much like like trickery. You know what I'm saying like what, what I was part of was super peaceful. But but by the time I got home and was on the, watching the news, I was like, oh they they fucking I'm oh, sorry they messed stuff up down there. They, they <laughs> I was like it was, it was like burning and watching. The, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I was I, yeah it started on Beverly in the in the, the park. Yeah. But I just had to talk about it, so I went on back on stage immediately, and I'll say the material I filmed that uh, November 2020. Mm -hmm. So everything that happened from june 2020 to november 2020 mm. you know plus just you know my natural material is what made that up oh so, man yeah and uh, as far as my team goes like i just you know these people that i you know talked to shout them out real quick oh uh, who did the editing who did the sound okay editing uh katie miriam and nick cortez uh sound uh oh man uh my boy ro uh, uh romarius lamont uh, dang, I can't think of the guy he hired, but he did the sound on the day. But then Bill Racine did sound post. Okay. Um. Yeah, man. So Ro, I've known him since two thousand, uh, like eleven or twelve. But straight up though, like he was my he. This dude was like my support because. Mm -hmm. Uh. Well, first of all, shout out uh, uh, Jason Smith. That's my boy. He was uh, he pretty much had most of the equipment and all that stuff. Like that's me and him. Like like tight thick as these. But Ro, he um. <laughs> anything that was missing he provided like he even nice. i didn't want to i didn't even want to like um have any i didn't want to like pick the openers because you know that's like a friend like, why you ain't pick me why you ain't pick me so he brought um with alexis bradby nice. and, um and then i ain't gonna lie nick alexander that's the homie he just happened to call me that day it was just like <laughs> <laughs> what you doing today so it's like yeah call me sometime what you doing today like i'm about to film you want to come through all right <laughs> so that was the second over beautiful <laughs> uh but yeah man from he even had me a, he even got me a security uh wow. makeup talent um uh, shout out uh crystal dozier i think yeah she uh she did camera uh and uh makeup and all that stuff and you know just other stuff and then my boy Mikhail Garrett he really um he was had um Ed Studio LA he just had that that's that space because he worked there and um he just goes uh 
He just told me like, yo, if you got something you want to bring, like just let's just knock it out. Yeah. So I kept gearing up to do it, kept gearing up. But bro, I, any excuse I had, bro, I'll tell you. If oh, I gotta get my hair cut today. All right, we'll do it next week. So then finally, when it was a threat of them shutting LA down again, yeah, that's when I was like, yo, let's just go, let's just do it. And he told me he said I got this day open or I got in two weeks, and they like it might not be a two weeks. Mm-hmm. So he's like, let's do it now. So that's why that, that deadline kicked in where it was just like, oh, we got two days. So day one was prep, and uh, Mikhail provided the, the lights and everything, the stage, everything. Uh, you know, we had the camera. Uh, also, uh, let me get this right. Uh, dang, I can't, I can't think. I'm definitely missing names. But uh, I'll just say, my team, y'all know who you are. <laughs> uh, they definitely got credited on the special, so you'll see the names in the credits. Um, and he, even getting the people out, these are everybody who showed up are people who, if the world, if 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 the world was on fire, they showed up to see That's me. Beautiful, because you know, let's be honest, man. You know, a lot of people were like, I ain't going out there and risking my health. Risking my my which was my, fair, you know, fair. My, my parents' health, my grandparents' mm-hmm. health, and my children. They like I ain't doing that. So everybody who showed up, that means they was like really really messing with me because technically you know the world was off limits and that show was technically illegal. So yeah you know and, I mean? yeah I did a lot of illegal <laughs> open mics yeah. yeah I know what you mean yeah. <laughs> I did a legal special. <laughs> this is crazy. And I remember even the, the this vi- a bootleg album. <laughs> <laughs> the venue even had a limitation on um, how many people were allowed in there. Okay. We were only supposed to have twenty five people. Uh, we did two two uh, two tapings, and we was only supposed to have twenty five people. First one we had like, bro, I'm even this number is a lie. I already know it was like thirty six or something like that for mm-hmm. the first one. But that's a lie because I know it was, it was more way more. Uh, and then the second one, man, we had like it was like sixty something people. Man. Like, and we still turned people away, but it was like it was crazy. So. You know what I mean? Like they, but they was like, "Yo, you doing this? Or we doing it?" And even yeah. like how um, I pushed it, because I don't really believe in like I, I, I'm, the marketing plan or whatnot. Yeah, like I just hate corn, corny stuff. No offense to anybody, but it's just certain stuff. Like to me to go for me to go Jeremy Scipio's first comedy taping. Now I'm like, nah. <laughs> I just think that's corny. I feel you. So um, that and that week I was doing two other things. I was actually doing um. I had to just did a table read for this pilot I wrote. Uh, shout out to uh, Fuquan Johnson because I based hey, it around him. R.I.P. to the big brother of the comedy scene. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think he helped everybody. Ain't nobody got a story about this man that he ain't helped, man. Yo, like, he he was he, he was dope. Mind you, he was one of the first people at the taping. Period. Like like first, like I didn't invite him directly. Like he just showed up. Like let me see what this nigga do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So then. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, taping, 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 taping. Um, you you was doing the you you was doing a gang of stuff at the time. You had just got about over a hundred people while you were doing the taping. <laughs> it sounded like breaking, over a hundred people breaking code rules. <laughs> but we had the gun, and we you know we mm-hmm. had tests. We had the gun, the temperature gun. So that was that was cool. Um, what was one that? of the toughest lessons you learned or you experienced while producing your own special? In this given circumstance, <laughs> uh, we had uh, definitely had uh, some camera technical difficulties. Um, make sure all your cameras, guys, are preset to mm. the right time to the right uh, lighting. Not even lighting that too, but um, the the frame rate. 
the frame rates. Make sure some of it was in 30, some of it was in 24, some of it was in 60. Oh. Make sure it's all on the same. Make sure the same cameras, they, they're compatible with each other. Motion all off. Make you, man, yeah. come on, get all that tight. I ain't throwing nobody on the bus. I'm just saying everything I'll be tight. That's the lesson I learned. It'll never happen again. <laughs> I like that. And yeah, take everyone, if you're listening to that and you're trying to shoot that special, listen to my man, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, also, since we're on people, with... Jay Mandium, Jay Mandium, my director, dope, dope man. There yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said shout out. I'm like, wait, the list, bro. Yeah, well, because, you know, you always got to give people their just due. And you know what yeah. I mean? Because everyone likes to scream the, the phrase self-made, but we all got helped. Yeah, and, a- in some in, in some degree. No, I mean, honestly, man, like, you, I would say I was the brains, but, I mean, for people to people to share in your vision. So beautiful. You know, it's, it's all based upon what you don't, you know, I, I promise my thing is not looking corny. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So, um... Literally the uh, the election had just happened, and uh, they couldn't they they we didn't have like an official president yet exactly, mm. you know, because Trump was fighting back and yeah. all that stuff. So that's why I just put you know and then Kanye and all that good that funny stuff. So we're going to pick this right back up, but we're going to keep it going with the comedy. Up all the grocery stores. <laughs> I was at Trader Joe's every morning just getting extra stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's a little broccoli left and just stash it just because it's... I don't even like broccoli. I just didn't want anybody else to get it. <laughs> I loved fucking up grocery stores. That's just fun. Like, it just... <laughs> you know, yeah, survived lockdown, looted the grocery stores, took all the fucking toilet paper. Why are we so obsessed with toilet paper? Like, that's weird. Like, you, you like, it's crazy. That means... When the world is ending, everybody was sitting there like, yo, man, that's crazy. You watching on TV like, oh my God, the world is ending. How am I gonna wipe my ass? Hey, honey, I'll be right back. I gotta make a run. <laughs> yo, I was, it was driving me crazy. Like, yo, y'all got soap and water right there. Right there. <laughs> Why are you not going nowhere? What are you getting ready for it? Take a shower with your nasty ass, you're right. You're at home. <laughs> I don't understand. The world is ending. You know how I knew the world was ending? Because black lives actually mattered. You know, <laughs> you know it's like a last resort when they actually turn to black people. <laughs> That's how you know America was trying to get into heaven. <laughs> You ever notice, like, when your, 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 your grandparent is, like, passing away, they start being all nice to you all of a sudden, just to, like, oh, you're trying to make it into heaven. Like, oh, it's too late. This is purgatory. This is, we, were, we are what's left. <laughs> but you know what's crazy about the whole Black Lives Matter thing? We told y'all y'all was going to like this shit, and y'all didn't believe us. You know what I'm saying? We told y'all. That's why I'm like, yo, Black Lives Matter is like the green eggs and ham of movements. Cause we y'all didn't like it here, you didn't like it there. Now y'all like it everywhere. I can't run from. I feel like a hipster. Like yo, I was wearing that shit when it wasn't hot. Now y'all just like wearing it. You got like stickers on the back of your MacBook Pros. You go in suburban towns with no black people and it's like Black Lives Matter. And let the dog piss all on the sign like. <laughs> 
Oh, and we're going to keep it going with the bangers next up. Coming straight out the pie, Nikki D's with Coolidge. Ooh. On my spot like Halloween, give a damn about a fiend, but I got what he need. It's quite easy to spot hate in the room, just mention good news and watch how they facials are moved. My perfect portrait consists of a good portfolio, a couple bystanders that can't stand it like polio. If they didn't poke a nose in a chase of low and behold, I wouldn't have to show my shoulders cold. I'm poetic, sometimes prophetic, never pathetic, take measures to keep my people protected. That's not a personality trait, that's probably you like an atheist, avoiding a cross-reference Knowing it'll leave you exposed I'm puffing leaves from the tree phone on D&D Leave me alone, I find peace when I'm home Looking for a freak on my phone Flashbacks of Katrina got me in need of some dome Yeah, I'm coolin' New kid on the block just moved in Render one of first been had it Even when it's red flags, no challenge No challenge I'm coolin', new kid on the block just moved in Red dude wanna first been had it Even when it's red flags, no challenge, no challenge For real dog, I'm really coolin' I'm the MF that FMs need to get in tune with I'm the boost that get the final push like posted The pool boy stuck in your crib by your chick revealed by loose lips Now don't lose it, do it What you win with that information, hopping out hatchback and this one, we taking it to Portland from my Portland homegirl, Carmen Rivera. Can't trust. And you know where you heard it from, baby. That new banger, pushing P, gunner, future, yeah. young thug, let's get it. Turn me up, turn me up, P. Putting us in a paddock in my piece, I'm pushing P. Cop new hammers for my P, we don't want no peace. Got a spot of cross spot, Jeff a piece. Drop the data, now we plotting, anxiety piece. She's not a lesbian for peace, she turned pesbian. Push a P, I'm push a P. I'm capital P, I write the president, count president. Push a P. Portuguese on her knees, mopping down a P. She let me squeeze and she leave, cause she keep a P. Private sweet, privacy, bitch, I'm pushing P. Purple paint, pussy paint, bitch, I'm pushing P. Push a P, I'm push a P. Push a P, I'm push a P. Push a P, I'm push a P. Push a P. I'm pushing P. Yeah. I'm popping P. I'm paranoid. I can't sleep with pockets deep. Got rest on me. Why they watching me? I'm pushing P. I'm pushing P. Yeah. 
You're getting a little bit of comedy, a little bit of jazz, the latest bangers, and the up-to-date on the newest artists coming out of the L.A. pie area, baby. <laughs> it's got to be the comedy plug. And once again, any and all songs you have heard or jokes that you have heard, you can hear more of those just by clicking on the playlist link in the bio of this episode. But without further ado, let's keep it rocking with the tune. Get back to the homie. Hey, my G. <sighs> A lot of a lot of a lot of comedians, a lot of comedians tend to be multi-talented in a lot of areas, as you already are with with the jazz piano. Mm -hmm. But do you got any bars? Bars? You ever you ever hop on the mic? I'm about to freestyle right now. Yo, let's get it. Nah, I ain't got nothing. But uh, like I said, are you sure? Because I did see a clip. What you see? I see a clip. What you see? I think I saw a clip. Oh man, yo, you snitching on me. I That's think it. I saw a beatboxing clip. What was the um oh wait, uh Josh uh, So you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah that's on my uh, IG page. I need to do more bars. I need to do more bars. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the homie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. what yeah. so what did it, what did it do with that? You just messing around when you uh spend the bars or you, yeah, you got man. something coming for it? Well see, I, I grew up in I grew up in the hood and uh there was a <laughs> there was a Damn you gotta man. have a sixteen ready. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? At all times. This dude, I swear, this dude ain't Lex, man. I, I swear he was like gonna like jump me and rob me. Him and his brother, I thought he was gonna jump me and rob me and they just like yo you spit i was like yeah <laughs> let me hear something and i was like oh okay and i spit like my first like real rap i wrote and he's like that's tight <laughs> and i was like cool i thought you was gonna rap me he's like, i was <laughs> but the bars were fire but yeah you might be the future so <laughs> i don't want to ride my favorite rapper <laughs> end up in a song <laughs> that's the only thing people be scared of is uh getting diss tracks <laughs> nah, there's uh, three things a black man gotta keep on all times basketball shorts underneath the jeans a high 16 yeah. and, and at least some knowledge on 2k yeah oh 2k what <laughs> oh man Yo, they should bring that back, man. Yo, what's I say? Um, Yeah, so I always say like you should have like sixteen ready. Just I call it uh, just in case you were elevated with Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you gotta be ready. That part. That's it. Do I got something? Man, I got. Oh, you 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 gonna you gonna get you gonna kick us a bar? Let me see. Should I? Uh, No sleep. Uh, You don't. Nah, that's okay. 
I mean, I ain't got it yet. I you probably it. get a beat. <laughs> get it, it ain't clean enough. You know what I'm saying? I need to get a Will Smith, uh, Will Smith bars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I always said Childish Gambino, but Will Smith. Gambino. You're, you're right. Will Smith bigger than Gambino. <laughs> you're right. You're right. No, he cuss. Don't he cuss? You don't cuss? Childish Gambino? Oh uh, no, he, he no, he used to. Yeah. I think I think uh, he just saying the N word though. Yeah, honestly, when I think about it, does he cuss? Uh, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to trying to remember. No, no. Well, he he dropped. He the first person I seen drop a single and. She like he got album numbers <laughs> and he just went away and then Red like, Bow? That, that was, yeah that uh no that was on oh, the album. oh no uh, on, this is America oh that he ain't dropped no album he was like this is good enough <laughs> where's the album at? I was waiting for the this is America album bro he just like nah this this video nah but honestly he went on four hot single tears though from, yeah from Redbone this is America um. What was that? Feels like summer. Feels like summer, yeah. And he had a. Uh, I don't know what you say. What you do? To th- uh, 2005, that's what it's called. Three th- yeah, 2005. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Oh, that was like. That was on. Be- be- what was it? Because the internet? No. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was, it was that. Ah. Uh, yeah. Bro, he had, he had an amazing career. That's like unpredictable, man. Is there any any rap artist you would want to see in concert that you haven't yet? Hmm. Or be like, I want to experience what this show's like. Maybe not just a rap artist, just a musician. No, nah, I mean, that's a, I think that's a great question. Um, well, ooh, if we go in there, uh, I said Dead or Alive would be Oscar Peterson, just because he's the best jazz pianist ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. Um, but then I say newer artists. Uh, I like I like uh, J.I.D. Oh, yeah. yeah. He a beast. Uh, of course, I've never seen Kendrick, so we just throw that in there, too. Um... I don't know. You know, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I have to say, I have to say if, if, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I've, I have faith in uh, J.I.D. Uh, if, I don't know. We're just throwing people out there. Vince Staples. Uh, yeah. I've seen a lot of people at this point. I see, bro, I've seen just about everybody at this point. So it's, it's, you know, to say, that was a good question to be like, yo, what, who you, who have you haven't seen? I'm like, dang, okay. Yeah. What about comedy wise? Is there any of the, any comics that you have yet to sing that you want to see yet? Mm, live, you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, dead or alive, I would say. I would like to see Bernie Mac. Uh, oh, I know. Bro, I a Bernie Mac straight up special. He has, you don't have a special. That's how I know there was racism back in the day. <laughs> like, like, no, nah, for real. If you look back at some of our, uh, some of our uh, artists, yeah, you'd be like, yeah. how? Weren't they not big? Oh, racism. That's <laughs> right. They were in the 90s. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, that, that Bernie Mac special would have been like, because, you know, I feel like the Kings of Comedy was a taste. It, it wasn't enough, man. Imagine, you know, Cat Williams pump out specials like that. I imagine if Bernie Mac was on that tip. So, yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's the one I say for sure that the world missed out on. Um let me see. I seen just about everybody, man. Uh, I mean, I guess just to see him live, George Carlin. But I'm not like not feening for it the same way like Ber- Bernie Mac would have been. Yeah, like, that. Yo. For me, I would have said. For me, it would have been Bernie and Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. I would just love to see him work mm-hmm. and go off the cuff, like, and then bring it back, like, yeah. like his specials are solid, like. But I know, like, a lot of people say, like, sometimes he'll have these offbeat times. Yeah. Where he's just talking to you, yeah, and but he'd be like talking to. I don't know. I, yeah. I want to experience like, 
you, you know why I, I didn't say Richard Pryor is because uh, one, because everybody says Richard Pryor, but two, do yeah. they know? Because <laughs> people were obsessed with Richard Pryor. I mean, you can't do nothing if you do anything wrong in comedy. Be like, well, you know what you need to do is go look at the Richard Pryor tapes. And yeah. he, that's you want to see comedy. I'm like, okay, but no, seriously, the reason why I didn't say Richard Pryor is because uh, I've seen so much. I've studied this man so much mm-hmm. that I feel like I have seen him. Live, like even seeing that the mud bone stuff, yeah. Um, so just seeing him like yo, his tirades when he goes into a character, he holds it so long, you know, that you know, if it, it makes you feel like alive, like even um, I think it's which one is it? Is it I think live on the sunset, sunset or here and now? I think it's here and now. Here, here and now is my favorite Richard Pryor uh, special. A lot of people's is either live on Sunset Strip mm-hmm. or Richard Pryor live. Mm-hmm. Mine's is here and now because it's just like I, I think my new favorite thing that I pay attention to is comics just starting, no opener, no nothing. They just come out and yeah. just go. Here and now he was just going, but I think there's a portion before and he that. He wasn't like fancy or nothing. No. He was like. That was the one when he was in that gray jacket. Yeah, yeah he was just like, yeah, yeah. He, like he had that effort type energy. Yeah, like, right, yeah. Sit yeah. your ass down. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> you sit in their seats. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that one. That was the one. I was just like, yeah, you know. Um, this is how rough it is. Yeah. I like when it's raw and rough. You know, no innuendo. I just like that, you know what I mean? When it's like dolled up and shiny and special, it's just not as like that part is entertaining to me. But in the beginning of that here and now, I think he had like they showed like five minutes of him just working the comedy store yeah. main room. Yeah. And even that was like dope too. So yeah, I, I just I just feel like even though this is not true, but but you know, biologically in person, but I feel like I've seen so much of Richard Pryor that I feel like, you know, I, it's almost like I watched my person. You, you actually, I yeah. feel that. I feel that. And I guess I guess there there is a degree of experience when it comes to studying people's career or whatnot. Because, like, ah, man, I hate saying it. I know everyone say Dave Chappelle. But, look, man, I was actually in the movie theaters watching Men, Robin Hood, Men in Tight. So I seen a truth. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's really why I followed him because he's. To me, the funniest thing he did when I was growing up was when they was about getting a fight. He was like, "Hold up!" And then he had to pump up his sneaker. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. And then, and then when I saw him again in theaters, seeing the night professor, you know, mm-hmm. with my mom and them. Reggie. Yeah, and I and I recognized <laughs> him then. And it was like, "Oh, this is dope!" And then, yeah, killing us off. But but I feel like that because I haven't been. I know a lot of comics out here uh, get to see Dave Chappelle do the pop up. I've yet to experience one. Of I got those. you though. But oh no, it's not gonna be. I, I could wait my time. I'm patient. No, man. bro, I got you. Like literally, I've 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 Dave Chappelle's somebody I've been overexposed to. I've been around <laughs> him a lot, and uh, I actually got to open up for him back in 2016. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real? Yeah. Club, Where? At? Club Bahia. Um, I real uh, the quickest way I can tell this story. I remember. Um, no nah, man, t- we take your time, take man. Take your time, time on this one. This one, my face. <laughs> Go ahead, tell me about. It. Uh, I um, I just remember he would. I, I met I met him pretty early on. I met I met Dave and Martin pretty early on. So I, I man, that's why I, I feel spoiled in, as far as like, uh, just you know being around like my idols and stuff like that that I grew up admiring or whatever. But um, I say with Dave, um, he um. I just know when he would come, he'll pop up for spurts of time and he'd mm-hmm. be like, he'll, he'll hit it hard and he'll just disappear. So I say about 2015, 
15, 16, by the time he did it, I kind of got used to his, like, his little pattern, right? Mm-hmm. So he started doing these shows um, called The Process, where he would just bring up, you know, he just have a band playing. And my homie, Tinava, was actually in the band that was playing for him, too. Nice. So they he have a band playing, and he would just, like, do comedy between, and he will bring up people. he will bring up everybody. It's just kind of how he do whatever, you know? I mean, like, Deion Cole, to, I mean, of course, uh, uh, Donna Rowell, like, like, everybody just come through, get some time, and, you know, he'll just talk. But I, th- I guess it's called the process, because that's his his process of working out new material or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's just having fun at the same time. So, um, yeah, I remember I saw one at Hotel Cafe on Coanga, right? Uh-huh. And the truth, how I felt, um, I was being mesmerized by everything until I remember um, Arsenio Hall went up. And Arsenio Hall did okay. And <laughs> in my brain, I was thinking, well, I could do better than that. <laughs> no disrespect to Arsenio. I think he's super dope. Comic. He just had an off night. But I just remember in my brain, I'm like, I, that gave me the confidence to be like, yo, Dave. So next time I saw him at the comedy store in the main room, he was just, you know, he was doing his thing. And then uh, after the show, he just stayed on stage. People just come up, talk to him. So I went up and talked to him. Uh, but mind you, this is after we already had rapport. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not acting like, you know, we the tightest, but just say he knows who I am. He sees my face. Mm-hmm. So while I was to him, I was just like, hey, Dave, I was wondering if I could do uh, one of your process shows, right? And he said very casually to me, he goes, yeah, man. Um, he goes, yeah, uh, I'm just waiting to get the word from Chris. And uh, whenever Chris back get back in town, we're going to do it. And he was like, yeah, he was like, just go talk to my assistant or whatever. And that's exactly what I did. So he says Chris, like, like I'm supposed to know who Chris is. Uh, you know who Chris is, right? I'm going to assume Spencer. No. Oh, uh, he, he was on the show, too. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's saying it casually, like, oh, Chris, like, yeah, Chris, when he gets back in town. I'm like, oh, yeah, when Chris gets back in town. <laughs> yeah. So um, I forgot what date that was, but I remember I was hitting his assistant up, like, yo, you know, like every day at first, at, in person, he was like, oh, yeah, Jeremy, we'll take care of you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Well, I locked in. So it was cool. Then um, I would hit him up just to make sure. And he would, he, bro, he would not reply back to me. Man, that's no. nerve wracking. Yo, so <laughs> I remember like it was like three weeks later. Uh, I'm at the comedy store and I go to a little back area. They call it Sacred Ground, right? Mm-hmm. I get back there. Only person back there is Dave. Just him chilling, smoking by himself. And the only thing he say to me, because, you know, a lot of times you be thinking, like, how can I, like, maneuver my way into this conversation? Part, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do I say? Like, hey, man, you know, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then, by the way, hey, you remember that show? Before yeah. I even say anything, he goes, hey, man, you go, you ready for Thursday? And I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll see you there. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I don't even discuss nothing with him because I'm thinking, you know, I learned a long time ago. My mouth talked me out of stuff all the time. So <laughs> so I just was like, I'm texting his assistant like, yo, 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 well, please let me know what's up. Blah, blah, blah. Dave said Thursday. Nothing, 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 nothing. So day of, I remember I did this open mic. And then after everybody was like, what, y'all, what you doing? What you doing? And uh, somebody was like, hey, Jeremy, what you doing? I was like, oh, I'm uh, going to uh, I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I was supposed to go uh, open Dave's show, but <laughs> right? I haven't got word back. And they said, do you know where it is? And I'm like, yeah. And they said, man, if I, I remember, I remember exactly who said it. He goes, if I even knew a hint that I could open for Dave Chappelle, he said, I'd be the first person in that line. Is that part? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what triggered me. So I, I spent the night <laughs> at the venue. Bro, I went over there. And um, it was a line like all the way down the street. Yeah. I went to the front of the line and I yelled, "Assistant!" I was like, "Yo!" And he looked at me. He looked. He saw a ghost. He was like, 
<laughs> then I was like, yo, Dave said I can open tonight. He goes, I'll be right back. Then he goes, and he come back. He goes, hey, man, come on. So, yeah, uh, I remember um, the lineup. I remember uh, it was me, Tony Hinchcliffe. Um, I can't think who uh, else. But yeah, okay, then it was Hannibal Burris, nice. Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. Dang, that's fine. Yeah, man, and it was it was that's fine. Yeah, and then you know I I'll tell you the thing I didn't do, I didn't take any pictures. Oh man, because in my brain it don't happen if you if you don't take no pictures or video, bro. In my brain, <laughs> I was doing the whole like playing it cool, like man, just act like this happens every day. You know what I'm saying? They accept you like that. You know what I'm saying? But if you act like I a groupie, like, I feel it'll I never feel. happen again. Yeah, yeah, and I played it cool. And it didn't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> so I wish I had my picture. But now, whenever I'm in those environments, I just go crazy, bro. Yeah. I just snap, 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 whatever. Um, I, I was just kicking it with Dave at the Peppermint. Um, I think it was like right before New Year's, whatever. Nice. You know what I mean? And I hopped on stage with him and did the karaoke. It was like, you know, we were singing Lauryn Hill, whatever. But it was a lot more to that story. But yeah, man, you know, I when Dave come around, man, it's just a party. I don't feel no pressure. I don't, That's dope. It's just, it's just cool, man. I like, like, just his energy. It just ripples the room. And you could just, like, either you are one of us or you are not. And you can feel it. You know what I'm saying? You just oh, wow. <laughs> trying to have a good time. It ain't about like leveling up and all that other stuff. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's about yeah. kicking it. But yeah, I got you next time. Oh man. Hey, yeah, I would appreciate it. No favors needed, but hey, that would be dope. Yeah. But uh you you did say something that was important though, because it, it's always it's always that line of uh, of fandom and professionalism yeah. and whatnot. And my my thing is what's the most unprofessional thing you've seen comics do on your way up? Because everyone wants to strive for professionalism, but there's not a real rubric to stand-up comedy. It's hard to say, man, because in this business, man, like, you know, you do get punished for being bold, but you also get rewarded for being bold. That's right. So to say that is very difficult. You know what I mean? But I'll just say, you know, culturally, we, you know, we all speak a certain language. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like family. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I say just being green you know, uh, and what I mean by being green, like just not being one with the environment, like taking, not taking in the, you know, what's going on, you know, reading the, um, you know, that's like, that's essentially what autism is, is like not having the ability to read a room and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I feel like, you know, just, you know, and we all have a certain level of that, you know what I mean? Not, you know, just social yeah. anxiety stuff. You know what I mean? I say, keep your social anxiety to a minimum. Yeah. And just soak it up soak up whatever the atmosphere is and it also if you do mess up that's not the end of the world but it's hard for me to say like it's hard not to feel like it's not the end of the world in certain of situations course, though. Time. absolutely yeah yeah i yeah. mean you know and shoot just like i got hazed i'll be there to punish you too <laughs> <laughs> hey bro i wouldn't have did that if i was you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but real talk i mean there's no there's no right or wrong answer because that that bold play could be the thing that gets you on and everybody just a hater you know what I'm saying? That part. You know, like I I made a bold play and I benefited from it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I didn't it didn't shoot me to the top, but I got that memory. I opened for Dave Chappelle. Which and haters was trying to be like, oh no, nah, you just was on the same show. No, he asked me, you know, nah, to come bro. through. 
Like I said, because it, it definitely, it was multiple times where it was, it could have not happened. And who cares <laughs> if you was just on the same show, bro? Ain't nobody could be on the same show as Deja Bro. That stuff hard. <laughs> Kudos to you, my man, for real, for really, for really, you know, for just on your story, man, just being able to to switch up, leave, leave your home, come over here and get it cracking, dog. Yeah. Like, forget, forget all that jazz, bro. <laughs> like, you know what, real quick, I say, let me say the worst thing you can do is turn turn on the comics, man. I say that, yeah, like the comics as a community. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I say like, I would agree with that. There's yeah. a lot going on with that right about now. Yeah, because you can, you can have a problem with a comic. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a comedian or whatever. You know, especially if they're famous, because you know they ain't gonna punch down. But if you turn on the whole community, like you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I seen this one comic, man. He literally said. In a show, it was a hard show, but we was having fun still. And when he got up there, he goes, "You guys," he said to the crowd, "He said you guys need to learn to shut, shut up, shut the f up when a real comic is on stage. That's the best Ooh. way to alienate yourself from the crowd and, and the comics." Yeah, yeah, and he bombed. That was the hardest bomb I ever seen. <laughs> so yeah, I would say that's the that's the that's the answer to the question. Yeah, man, don't ever turn on the community. That part, that part. And, but sometimes, dude, it's hard for us to feel like a community because there's a lot of riffraff going on behind the scenes. I don't know. Not gonna speak too much on the jazz on that part, but I'm I'm pretty sure everybody here knows what I'm talking about. I, man, I, I, it's like high school, man. Just find your own, man. Sometimes you swimming with the wrong people. You know what I'm saying? Like, just find your own. That's it. There, there, there's enough. Anything you relate to, like comics, I feel like can be related to like real people. You know what I'm saying? They be like, oh, why are so many comedians committing suicide? Like, life's crazy. Why so many regular people committing suicide? Nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, man. It's nothing more special about our sadness and trauma. I don't know. We just vocal. Yeah. We we can actually talk about it. That's it. <laughs> I guess we are stronger than you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. But being meant that you, you've had so many great experiences from around the world to being open up for Dave Chappelle, do you ever feel uh, necessary to still do open mics or do the open mic runs as we typically do, like three, three a night, three, four a night, five times a week? Bro. I, I just it's I have nothing against going hard to open mics. It's just where I'm at right now as an adult, mm-hmm. I just don't have time. Though. Like I, I literally have to make sure the moves I make are making money as opposed to spending money. That part. And um yeah, I mean I'm not you know, I however you get it in is how you get it in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I I don't fault nobody for that, but I know a lot of people just knew me as the open mic king. Like you what I mean by that is you was always like one of the first people there. You can sign other people up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. This is a whole new era. I ain't part of it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what open mic popping. I don't know. Like I've yeah. been, I say legit since 2000, like 16, 17. I say like, I haven't been as like active. Like just, just every day, all the, bro, I, man, I got bills, man. These bills don't care <laughs> about me writing jokes. Now I go on the road and I say, that's a form of open micing, but also at the same time, it's like a job too. Because you gotta hit your mark, or is this crowd might not come with you when you leave. Yeah, and you and the the whole show on you. Like, ain't no, there is nobody to lean on, or no, you know. I think um, this open mic politics that's you know going that I'm just not 
uh, privy to. Like, I feel like if I was to say, let's just say I was like, I got a free schedule and I had time to do open mics. I feel like I gotta ask other people, like, yo, what should I say? What should I do? Like, you know, start mm-hmm. start fresh. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, because uh, now the best way to get an open mic list is Paul Ian Russo. <laughs> we gonna keep Shout it out. with the bangers. Shout boys. out! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and this is Big Sean, Freddie Gibbs, Hit Boy with four. Thanks. I said that's not my name. Million dollars, million followers, ho. That's not the same. And I just washed off the chicken, baby. That's not cocaine. Shit so high, you got two hundred, you can get like four things. Yeah. the G gorilla pimp, they with banana. I fuck with Sean Dunny, run the D like Barry Sender. Trophies, mantles, bill ups, how shit get handled. I pray my life go over easy, and I never scramble. She sent the text like, can we talk, bitch? I'm not Tevin Campbell. I walk and I'm decking and making the entrance and know where the exit is. We kick them hoes out, ain't no room service. We ain't bringing no represent. Got an oval office in my house, bitch. Some of y'all feel like a president. I'm talking Jefferson, Edison, Clint. So much pussy look like I'm selling it. And the police is know that I'm selling it. I did a one and a two with the heroin. And my nigga was stitching, he telling it. I had to jump off a wall with the Mexican. Gotta get me a brand new plug. I run out of dope and I'm out of my element. Yeah. Bitch, Google my government, but that's not my name. Million dollars, million followers, ho. That's not the same. And I just washed off the chicken, baby. That's not cocaine. Yeah. I give you the game, I don't play for the love of the game, ho. I play for the rings. Yeah. Every hoe that I got as a side bitch, I ain't never gonna fuck with a man. But the Alice Trebek, I don't answer this question. Jeopardize how far we did came. We're not one in the same. We can ride the same thing and I won't let the same. These bitches, they want me to wipe them, but I just want them. Good bitches, they know me. It's all in my veins. Yeah. She keep calling me, babe. I said, that's not my name. God. Million dollars, million followers, ho. That's not the same. God. I just washed off the chicken. Baby, that's not cocaine Shit so how you got you, honey You can get like four things God And when I do it, I do it, I do it My spoken word, the truest Use my lessons to influence Bought it, packed it, then I flew it Sweat this lingo more than music Triple Pringos, then I blew it Flying Florence, down Florence Compton Cow, this ain't Torrance Zigzag full of flour Shout to Steve, he's my florist I stood tall when at my pores Stay humble at my riches Humbled by God's forgiveness Wasn't sure if Big Dog was listening When I begged for repentance Erase some niggas off my shit list But ever ready with that kill switch Go ahead and play me soft, I'll get you off Now I ain't talking about no pow pow See me, I'm not really loud loud See me, I'll just take off dog So you might wanna turn it down down Oh mamas bro Now when I do it, I do it, I do it my spoken word the truest Use my lessons to influence Bought it, packed it, then I flew it Sweat this lingo more than music Triple Pringos, then I blew it Flying foreigns down Florence Not to stunt, but to motivate Hands fired, cultivate New ways to get this bread Never stop, still got more to make Go a hundred every time Even though I don't control my fate Life's a be, I'm in the walls And tell every fucking bow to break Nigga Show love to those who still above I don't know the hate God, I wish we all win, but I know we all won't. It's bosses and it's workers. Excuse my cigar smoke. Now when I do it, I do it, I do it. My spoken word, the truest. Use my lessons to influence. Bought it, packed it, then I flew it. Swear this lingo more than music. Triple Pringos, then I blew it. Flying foreigns down Florence.
I have to bring you more sounds from the pod. This is Triz Fashan with Nightcap. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And you know where you heard it at, baby? The comedy plug. Ooh. Yeah, I just walked in the spot. My girl is hot. It's six o'clock. I was out with the homies smoking and bending blocks. You hear the Chevy scrape the ground when I'm in the block. I'm in the drop. So everybody see me when I hit the block. And ain't gonna stop when we pull up. They know this shit gon' pop. And if I want it, I buy it. Shit, I don't window shop. The money you spent today, I spent in Nintendo shop. I get it how I live it. You niggas sitting, you pillow talk like bitches. You probably be going to brunch with women. Drinking mimosas and gossiping about niggas. Bitch niggas couldn't fit in my shoes, they don't fit, nigga. Uh, this shit expensive, just look at my fit, nigga. And far from fake, I'm as real as it get, nigga. Walking with a limp, I look like a pimp, nigga. I back it up when I'm talking my shit, nigga. Rich nigga couldn't wait to do all of this shit, nigga. Yeah. Nightcap, if I leave, I'm coming right back I take the loss, I'm a boss, so I get it right back It might crash, she like when I do it like that The only thing I need is some money, nothing besides that The nightcap, when I leave, I'm coming right back I take a loss, I'm a boss, and I get it right back It might crash, she like when I do it like that The only thing I need is some money, nothing besides that I love in the morning, but she want a nightcap She don't like that, I might slide past Low-key, but she high-class Cowgirl, but she ride fast Lord knows she getting piped back On my abdomen, left her eyelash Tight ass, couldn't bypass it Pull up on her on the weekend With some XO, bump the weekend Something half black, half freaking I be swimming in the deep end Head first, when that deep end Three-way, bring a freak friend Hope you smoke weed and she drink it Every king need a queen pen I could've sent it to the blade I could've caught the Escalade And every diamond feel like lemonade You can tell all my niggas pay I'm a boss, so I get it right back It might crash, she like when I do it like that The only thing I need is some money, nothing besides that Back when Black Lives, wasn't, Black Lives Matter wasn't hot And I actually tried to join Black Lives Matter But the website was down I'm like, yo, this is exactly the problem Like, do we need, like, Indian Lives Matter? Or Asian lives matter to help us with this black matter? I feel like in a perfect world, it'd be like, hello, black lives matter, how may I help you? <laughs> Press one for English. Numero dos, habla espanol. Like, how you switching then? <laughs> no matter what you press, be like, please hold, like the fuck, I gotta hold, this is a black emergency, I need help. Black lives matter should be like, black people's 911, because you know, we, we can't dial 911 anymore. You know? Because for black people, down 911 is like saying Candyman three times in the mirror. <laughs> like, 911, you know, fuck it, I'll just handle it myself. I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's the best idea. <laughs> but yeah, man, this shit is like, it's the biggest movement, you know, like we, uh, 
it was uh, 60 countries, 25 million people all marching for the same cause. I thought it was fucking amazing and it was crazy because I'm just separate like, man, I wish this would have happened a lot sooner, but it's fine as happening. So you had the Me Too movement, they was rocking shit. LGBT kept getting stronger every year. Like, what the fuck? Like, yo, I think we should have picked up some of their movements. See, the LGBT keep getting stronger because they keep adding acronyms every year. At first it was on LGBT, now they're like QIA plus plus T. Black Lives Matter is still on three letters. That's fucked up. <laughs> Black Lives Matter should, I was like, yo, it should be more down. It should have been something stronger. It should have been like, Black Lives Matter the most. Yes, I said it, bitch. <laughs> and people have a problem with that. Like, what you trying to say? You trying to say, my life don't matter? No, man. Why people try to make you feel bad for rooting for your team? You're supposed to go hard for your team. You know what I'm saying? You know, I never heard, I never heard anybody go, yo, the Lakers are the best team in the league. But the other teams were as equally as good. <laughs> Fuck nah, you're like, yo, my team's genetically superior, we're the original Jews, and your mama's a bitch. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> excellent stuff, man, excellent stuff. Once again, the comedy you're hearing is coming from our guest, Jeremy Scipio, you can hear it live now on the sociopath is both an audio tape as well as stand-up special jeremy where can they see the stand-up special at oh it's not out yet oh it's not out yet <laughs> it's supposed baby. to be out monday but then uh some technical difficulties happen so technical difficulties happens but you can stay tuned stay glued and stay close to jeremy when that special drop over at oh uh uh, JeremyCipio.com S-C-I-P-P-I-O.com Oh, and you already you actually have two albums out currently, right? Um, yeah, uh, I have uh, Happens to the Best of Us, uh, that came out in 2018. Mm-hmm, yeah. and then so, what was the the biggest part of your growth that you re- that you've seen between your two two albums so far? Um, uh, I would say, uh, previously hmm, I'd say my, my week my weakness was uh storytelling okay i'll say uh I, I had work i had to work on that so um now i'm more developed in storytelling okay um yeah yeah and then just uh adding adding uh the emotion emotion at the right time you know what i'm saying because mm. uh i could be kind of matter of fact you know what i'm saying so i'll say my previous uh special was more matter of fact and mild emotion now more emotion you know what I'm saying? And it kind of interjects a little more. Comedy is like a wave, right? You got to be able to play certain emotions to the certain right tunes. No? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, that's my favorite part about it. What's, what's your favorite part of stand-up, man? After all this time, after all everything you experience, what's your favorite moment? Just honestly, freedom of expression. Oh, you mean favorite moment? Oh, yeah. just favorite part, favorite moment. Just overall, overall, yeah, yeah. Just the freedom of expression. You know what I mean? I, I hate when people tell me tell me to tell the joke or whatever. Cause just be like, well, that's that's yours to tell. You know what I'm saying like I, you know, I. This is my translation of my experience. You know what I'm saying it's like a deposition. You know what I'm saying this, this is me. It's mine. You know what I mean? Like I, you, I. It's funny because the <laughs> it be the people who, like, <laughs> who I run away from who I can't get a word in with that I be trying to like get my opinion across so I, I go over here and go whew this is my opinion and they run back like hey tell it this way like no that's my opinion like don't you can't tell me how to tell my opinion like yes, this is my opinion you know what I'm saying um, yeah that, that's that's the, the best part and then also too and I'm not against taking tags or suggestions mm-hmm. from material but I think it's interesting in a world where 
people will be like, oh, hey, this person stole my joke. Or that's my premise. Or that's my idea. That's my... Oh, my God, dog. That is so hard to navigate. Yeah, it's it's weird where... Because I'm... You know, anybody who knows me know I've, I've been kind of selfish when it comes to, like, just... I like my material. Like, if, if somebody gives me a tag, I, 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 man, I think... Total, that's something I have to learn, too. Or how to... Yeah, I, I, I feel you. Total... 10 years of me doing stand-up. Uh, 11 years of me doing stand-up. I think I've taken five tags total. Maybe, maybe eight if I'm stretching it. But overall, like... I just think it's doper when it's just like you know, like like a writer, you know, like uh, like rap. They'd be like, "Oh, Drake don't write his own rhymes." Yeah. Like this is how I feel. <laughs> it's no, it's nothing against nobody. It's just if you came up with it, I don't care how dope it is. It's not as fun for me. So that's the fun part for me is me coming up with the idea, mm-hmm. stretching it out. Now, if I find out that I like that sociopath, that's already a thing. And say somebody has similar thoughts, right? I have to let it let it be. But up until that point, everything I said was my idea. I love it. Yeah. What's as we're wrapping up, my G, as we're getting closer to the wrap up time, what's something that the people should know about you from, from coming to one of your shows? What do you want them to know when they about to go see Jeremy Marcus Scipio? <laughs> Dang, yo, he's in the middle name. That's funny. Um Sorry, sorry. Nah, I did government. It's I did all government. Good. It's all good. It's all good. They need they need to know that. That's what they need to know. <laughs> Before you come to my show, know my middle name. No. Um yeah, just um, know that I'm I'm it, man. I'm 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 the the pack the full package, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at me, like the you know what I'm saying? People try to put me in categories, like nah, bro. Like this is, I mean, I don't want to you know, you know, go all arrogant or whatever. I'm just no, saying go that, arrogant. I'm just saying that you know what I'm saying? Like, only thing that's limiting me is the tools. Like, I need more tools i need more access in order to create more you know what i mean and the creations the things i make will be for the people oh now let's get to this lifetime income i feel you my g eating on this empanada the bitch with me from grenada this on some real healthy nigga shit i might say the nation three solid ropes on money was the conversation wiping down the bullets to my nine i know niggas hating stop killing niggas over hoes man that shit made it step on your grind my nigga go and get some paper driver pick me up i said peace to the bell man this not my girlfriend we just eating crab legs you can come and get the chick back i got too many of them barely get the drive my nigga but i got plenty of them see me in the view then i'm probably out with paper boy see me in the point i'm to the neck and never paranoid man these niggas suckers for these hoes i got no remorse i'm out wine tasting with the bitch looking at a porsche i'm looking at that gt2 not the three everything i do is top notch i'ma need that beat if i wasn't tatted then i probably look like lionel rich the only person i depend on nigga me once again everything you heard you can hear more and the full tune of if you click the link in the episode bio next up is zen so coming straight out the pie pomona baby Ooh. Exhale relief, blood in my teeth 
life with the mucus I secrete Different avenues they lead and succeeded Picking up from where I started But left off, dearly departed Clearly regarded being fresh to death As well as retrospectively suspecting In inverted perspiration You see the drip turn to bellows Verses so deep it's like a script for a cello Used to sit modelos till I get the tennis elbow Tennis shoes with tendonitis on Human animal hybridists How most describe my body mechanics Traversing all terrain From person to vermin And vermin to person all the same Yeah Offers with a ball and chain Policies for ballers who get honored in a hall of fame Holographic campaign Molds in a man-made World where the lampshade turns into cascades Green beret band-aids Holy war co-ops The church get the kids and the feds get the co-ops Sacrifice our freedom for the sakes of needs and robots Snakes and weeds and show-offs Trippers, pips and Zoloff It could all go downhill like a snowball You call your road dogs to try to understand yourself suspended in this sequence Index finger bear resemblance to cerebris Looking at the world as it goes down yeah. Thought I got caught in the way Said a man ain't supposed to drown But tell me how can we make ourselves stay Party people, thank you all for sitting through and staying tuned for the whole view. Here we go, we on the wrap up. All the songs that once again, all songs, all comedy, even the jazz you're hearing in the background can all be replayed if you just click that link in the episode bio of the Comedy Plug episode you're listening to. And once again, each episode comes with its own special playlist and it's always in the bio. And as we're wrapping up, I gotta give a shout out to the producer. Lee Waddell's in the building representing Maven Content Creations. Mm-hmm. Always doing the dang thing. So if you like what you see there, be sure to get in contact with just that. That's Maven Content Creations. But not to take too much of the time, gotta kick it back to my homie. <laughs> Jeremy, my G, it's been an absolute pleasure hey, having man. you come through, man. Thank you for. Uh, you know making the time i know you're busy out there doing your thing yeah, uh it's great it's great to see it's just great to see artists out there it's great to see black artists out there yes. out there being positive being clean and just you know doing a dang thing especially what's going on in the world today <laughs> but before we bounce out is there any final words you want to say to people real quick yeah uh do it now that's it uh but as far as uh where you can catch me at uh i'm uh i said instagram's at jeremy comedy Everything else is uh, Jeremy Scipio, S-C-I-P-P-I-O, uh, including uh, websites, jeremyscipio.com. That's where I got a lot of content and blogging and all that stuff. Um, also, hey, Sociopath, out now. Get that on iTunes. Buy it to support. Buy it. You can stream it anytime you want to, but buying it is supporting. 
That part. You know and I got some other stuff coming too. So uh, be prepared for that. Like also, what? I want to shout out uh, Splendid Radio on Fireside TV. I host that on Tuesdays, co host it uh, with uh, the manager of the Fireside. So, yeah. Oh, oh, the man stays working and you could keep a lurking. Follow him over on all socials. And once again, you could catch the comedy plug on IG at fm.comedyplug. New episode every Tuesday. And if you just want to check out the speech guide himself, Follow me at Tony Asar, A-S-A-R. It has been an absolute pleasure with the yep, homie. Can I, leave, can I leave one more thing? Oh, leave, drop a bomb. Real, real quick. Uh, sociopath 2 coming soon, too. That's it. What? That's it. Nothing else. Oh, Nips Hustle. Go hard. For my dog. For my squad. For my heart. How we won. How we lost. How we came. I like how Jeremy just came through and dropped an exclusive. He's just dropping the exclusive, baby. I love it. This is what you're coming to plug, baby. This is where you get it from. How he saw through it all. Ashen backs out the road. Foreign cars and pursuit. By the law, still we reach for the stars. Oh my God. Oh my God. So high up. I'm so far. Deja vu, I've been here before Say come back down to earth It's resist the urge Still no brakes On this car, live or die Either or Go for broke Hustle hard Leave it all On the floor, on the floor Go for broke Hustle hard Leave it all On the floor, on the floor Leave it all on the yeah. floor. Huh. West side of Slauson, grind and make a million. We them hungry niggas in between the buildings. Risking everything we got to feed our children. My city built off of love, but we killed it. Hard times posted with pebbles and Buddha with it. I was told the money was there. It's up to you to get it. Travols with the Eddie Bauer, no true religion. Ralph Lauren ski jacket with the Ruger in it. Quarterback in the block with the Mike Vick game I wasn't always successful, but still I made plays Under pressure, I run with the rock and get away The main focus was living to see another day Hall of Famer in the league, but I never played I left my granny house young when I should've stayed Motivated by the money, I was getting paid Go get her from the start, nah, I'd never change On this court, live or die Either or, I never change. Hustle hard, leave it all on the floor, on the floor. Go for broke. Hustle hard, leave it all on the floor, on the floor. Leave it all on the floor. Streets. <laughs> <laughs>
y'all, y'all was so tired of being cooped in. Quarantine being afraid of something you can't even see. You were like, you, I, you know what? You know what? Black lives do matter. I just gotta get out the house. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go. Just like, yeah. Breonna Taylor, who was that? George Floyd, who, wait, who, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care. I just need to be out in the streets amongst the people. They didn't even care. So, you know, I got, I got, I felt guilty. I was like, yo, I need to go out in the streets. I need to actually be an activist. But I'm like, how do you start? So I tried to call a hotline. That was busy. So I was like, <laughs> So I was like, you know what, let me, uh, I don't know, I went where everybody goes to start the activism journey, uh, Instagram. (laughs) And you know the crazy thing about Instagram, Instagram tells you the type of leader you would be. Everybody thinks they have it in to be a leader, but it's like, yo, like, just because you got followers don't make you a leader. Like, people are like, oh, I got 100,000 followers, but like, are you a leader, though? you look at their profile like yo all you have is pictures of your ass so where you be leading us to your asshole that's the one benefit with black lives matter that's why it's so strong because they didn't have like one leader to take out you know what i'm saying like <laughs> back in the day when you had a movement you know what i'm saying like when martin luther king had a dream it's like <laughs> like all right that's the end of march uh we're gonna go home that's it <laughs> Yeah, man, I wanted to be activist, so I went to the Black Lives Matter Los Angeles Instagram. <laughs> and they actually had a meeting in the park, right? So I went to the park, and I was surrounded by Asian and white people. I was surrounded by Asian and white people, and I wasn't sure if I showed up early or late. I was like, excuse me, can you point me to the black section? of the Black Lives Matter rally. <laughs> Is it over the... <laughs> you know what I mean? But I realized, like, you know, did you realize, like, black lives didn't matter until white women decided it did? That's why you need white women part of your movement, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they get shit done for some reason, you know? Like, that's why the Me Too movement was so strong. That's why I realized white women are my favorite Pokemon, you know what I'm saying? Like. Cause we try to be nice, like Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> Black Lives Matter. Oh fuck it. Uh, Kimberly, go! Like, hey, let me speak to your manager. Do you know who my father is? I will own this place. And then shit started happening. It was weird. Like I said, it was a very peaceful protest. Um, they tried to call it a riot. Like I know it was it wasn't a riot, cause uh, they have refreshment stations. You don't have refreshment stations at a riot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know how I really know it wasn't a riot? It wasn't a riot, cause I came to riot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't new to this. I'm true to this, man. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, 2001. Uh, a cop shot Timothy Thomas. He was pulling his pants up. Cop shot him in the back, and then I got a free TV and some shoes. Y'all just got here. I've been doing this, but now I'm like, hey, They're like, no, no, Jeremy, not now, not now. We, uh, <laughs> come on. Let's- Let's stay focused. But they have refreshment stations, you know what I mean? And they had Capri Suns. You can't be angry with a Capri Sun. <laughs>